Geeks be with you. Hello and welcome back to Geek Orthodox. I'm Aaron. You're not Selby? We have business with Selby. Oh. Well, I guess you don't have business with me, so I'm out. Alright. I'll just record this review on my own. Bye. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm not actually leaving, in case you were wondering. I'm staying here because I need to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier Episode 3. Damn it. I was so close to a subtle coup. No. You were never close. You will never be close. See, never's a long time. You say that. Uh-huh. And it's still true. And it's For still now. <laughs> no, it's not happening. We shall see. Anyways, no, Falcon Winter Soldier. Not. It will not be happening. Eh, we'll see. No, we will not see, because it won't happen. The coup that will or won't happen aside, let's talk about this episode of the Falcon Winter Soldier entitled Power Broker. All right. So first of all, I'd like to address a theory that you made to me. And at first I thought you were crazy, and there's no way it could be possible. But now, I'm not so sure. Which theory are you referring to? I theorize quite a bit. Um, that Sharon is the power broker. I think that's your theory. Is it? No. It is not my theory. It's, it is your theory, because I suggested that Sharon was on the power broker's payroll. Oh. I thought it was the other way around. Nope. I'm fairly certain it was. I know my own theories, Chief. I'm pretty sure it was the other way around, but whatever. Doesn't matter. But there are, there are a couple lines in particular that made me think about this. The first is when she walks in, when Zemo shoots Dr. Nagel, and she goes, what did you do? And the other, I can't remember the exact line, but it was like when they were in her house, and he's like, you should get out of this before, you shouldn't get involved in this before it gets bad or whatever, so. It's also plausible that Sharon is just extremely anti-Zemo because the last time he did anything, she was forced to go on the lamb, which here means on the run. <laughs> That's a series of unfortunate events reference. Now you can't shout out, you fool. Well, we're not going to do a reference list, so. Wah, wah. Yeah, wah, wah, you too. Why are you crying? What did I say? You were, said you were going to start a coup. Ah, that would do it. But what did you think? Now that we've gotten that out of the way. I'm not entirely sure that Sharon would be the power broker because that would mean she... For someone on the lamb, that's an awful lot of power to hold. Like, being able to send men... But she's been there the... for, like, six or seven years. I feel like that could be just ingratiating herself into the higher society of Madripoor. Because even though she has a thing in Hightown... I assume the power broker would have an inconspicuous base. She also has a person with a car. What does she say? We have a problem? We have two problems. I'll tell you about them on the way. So maybe that could be the power broker. What do you mean? Like, on the way to the power broker, or what? That's what I'm going to assume without any evidence. I don't think so. Because why would she be telling the person in the car and then going to see the power broker and tell him about them? Power broker could be the person in the car. Or the person no. in the car could be Mephisto. Always possible. <laughs> you can never rule out Mephisto. Unless, of course, the series already ends, but you know. No, I'm still convinced someone in WandaVision is Mephisto. It was Agatha all along. Bom, bom, bom. Oh, here we go. Um, hmm. But yeah, I like this episode. Also, on the topic of Sharon, can we talk about how she just annihilated those fools? Absolutely. And the fact... That she very well should be dead, because uh, 
she like held a guy in front of her and he got shot but you'd think the bullets would go through him into her at least one of them would it's the action movie cliche though right but like i don't know i just think she has no right to be alive after that fight i mean yes but also plot armor that's fair sharon plot armor carter <laughs> sharon plot armor power broker carter <laughs> See, she may not be the power broker, but she can certainly power break some fools. That is very true. One of my favorite bits about this episode was every interaction with Zemo. Every interaction? Yes. Because I remember I watched the episode for the first time, and I was like, am I supposed to like Zemo? Cause I think I like Zemo. <laughs> I, I like the, like, my favorite scene is at the... Immediately after uh, Bucky has broken Zemo out of prison, I know what it's you're like, talking about. and Zemo starts picking up, like, like if I, I may, if I may, no, no. <laughs> both, like, can you? I really think I'm invaluable. Shut up. It's like, but but we could really no, no. <laughs> we could really no. Shout out if you get that reference. We're not doing a reference list. Just explain it. It's Young Justice. See, so why do you explain it? We could do a reference list. <laughs> I'm about, to, I'm about to Sharon Carter you. You're about to power break I'm my face. power break your face. <laughs> Alright, so our banter aside. The banter in this episode was really good. Yeah, the last two episodes has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, there was some in episode one that wasn't great. There was a lot in episode two, which was mm-hmm. fun. And then, it was like a balanced episode. It was a, uh, like, part of a nutritious breakfast. <laughs> With meat carbonated goulash? No, it's not part of a balanced breakfast. Meat carbonated goulash is a hazard to your health. That's very true. Batteries are not included, by the way. <laughs> That's such a great commercial. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yes. So, like, it's a balance of the previous episodes because episode two was fun and action heavy. Episode one was... A uh, lot of exposition. Mm-hmm. So we got some of the exposition with the heist sequence, which was... Which is a good way to do a heist, actually. Just explain it while it visually goes on mm-hmm. behind the scenes. And that's probably the best way to condense a heist. Yeah. Because you have some of the tension of explaining things. Like, the the way other way to do that, which I think would have been funny, is if they subverted that trope by going like, but there's no way we're going to do that. <laughs> so let's just do something else. Yeah, got, that all that explanation is down, but this isn't that, this isn't that story. What do you mean? <laughs> We're just going to punch the one in the wall. <laughs> That's one way to do it. <laughs> going to punch in the wall. Like, Falcon just flies into the wall. Um. Gets his wings stuck in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I just visualized that now, and it's oh, hilarious. About right. um, this, is a, this is a comment I made to you, but Carly was talking about how she wanted to be a teacher, and the gun is like, maybe you can still be a teacher after all this is over. And it's like, I'm fairly certain they don't give teaching jobs to mass murderers. Just mass murderers, yeah. Because she blew up that building. Yeah, that was a bit... Um, Questionable? Uh, Ms. Morgenthau, are you sure this is what you want to do? It's like, that's the only language people listening to listen to. Terrorism? Yeah, ask George Bush. See, that's... See that's what I where I'm starting to get like okay you're you're going full villa now because you're referring to actual people as those people, mm-hmm. and that's the sort of like is this basically a discrimination thing where the people pre blip are discriminating against their post blip? That's what I think because like you know they're complaining about how life was better for during the blip and how they just got shoved aside, but I'm just like how did that happen because. Mm-hmm. 
we see that the people in the GRC camp, or I'm assuming the people in the GRC camps are people who came back and did mm-hmm. not have a place to go they're, to. Yeah, not people just... who got kicked out because of people who came back. Although both are equally possible depending on the circumstance. Right, but it's just like, it feels like they're ignoring the three and a half billion people that came back. Heavy bit of discrimination there. Yeah. It's a process of, I think, entitlement, because these people need the attention. I, I talked about this last mini review, but they're people. these people need the attention needed the attention while other people were gone so they could keep moving on, and then when they returned, those people needed the attention more, so... Mm-hmm. It makes more sense that they would get allocated more resources as opposed to people who were... Yeah. Moving those five years, but it's it's just a right mess is what it is. Correct. Speaking of a right mess, Sam needed, like, a character reference to be a smiling tiger because he was not smiling basically the entire time. <laughs> That's very true. He was just all tiger. No yes. smiles. Also, what in the heck is that drink? Um, I'm assuming incredibly poisonous. Or, no, venomous. Venomous. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the guts of a snake are venomous. Just I the feel teeth. like they might have, like, that. Like, I uh, took out, like, the venom sack. Maybe. No, that would have been in the fangs. Never mind. He also would have been dead. Hashtag minor deets. Sam uh, plot armor falcon. Sorry, <laughs> Sam plot armor black falcon Wilson. <laughs> What does that make you, black kid? <laughs> Gone good. Whatever, man. That was one of my favorite scenes <sighs> from last episode. But I feel going back to what we're talking about. I feel like that drink really does not meet FDA health and safety regulations. It is the black market, so it really doesn't have to. As long as they're not aware of it, it doesn't have to. Yeah, I'm pretty Off sure Madripoor doesn't have an FDA. No, because Madripoor exists, does Madra Rich exists, or is that just High Town? I'm leaving. <laughs> That's twice in one episode. I mean, with what we see even in Lowtown, you'd think the entire thing is mad rich. Get it. Carlos. I, I just pulled out a syllable. <sighs> no, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'd you like ruined to see my you, pun. I'd like to see you try from where we're sitting. It's easy. I just push you out of the way, walk away, and then push you back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. Simple. No, I'm going to have to cut it all out in post. No, you're leaving, but I'm still going to make you edit it. You just get to listen to me talk. Wonderful. A plus out of tin. <laughs> A plus out of SG. SG? SB? Uh, SB is... SB is antimony. SN is tin. SN is tin. Man, that would have been really funny, and then I screwed it up. It'd be like that sometimes. So, how violently do we think Mr. Uh, Captain Walker is going to respond to this terrorist attack on the GRC? Probably very. Like, we saw how mad he was at just that one guy at the start of the episode. Yeah. Punching him out and being the very picture of an American. I mean, you're not incorrect. Entirely. You know who I am? Yes. And I don't care. Oh, he's our uh, shortstop. He's taking the... Uh, the Chala route. I'm yeah, Clint. I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> uh. But I'm very interested to see what they do with John Walker in this show. Like, it almost feels like they're setting him up for either failure or something amazing. Yeah. I mean, Maybe a little of both. He's going to be an interesting character one way or another. It's just a matter of whether he's going to be become a good guy, whether he's going to remain an anti-hero. Whether he's going to have the shield stolen again. That too. <laughs> 
Whether he's going to give up the shield. I doubt it. Whether he's going to get killed by Bucky for not giving up the shield. That's plausible, but I don't think that would go good on his rep. Yeah, he might lose that nice, that sweet, sweet pardon. So, aren't we like halfway through the series? Yes, we are in fact halfway through the series. Interesting halfway point where we're starting to bring in elements from Wakanda. Yes. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that. Hopefully it'll be a fun twist because, I mean... Who was leaving those behind? Like, was Okoye or whoever that was? It was not Okoye. Alright, was the Wakandan there just keeping an eye on him and telling him that that she knows what's going on? Or was he no, leaving them behind? No, I think she wants to take Zemo. You know, I don't believe you. That's impossible. There's no way with her dialogue. I mean, you're saying it as like there's a question about that. But why would... Uh, has... Bucky been in contact with them the entire time, or have they just been no, spying? She's, she's leaving them because to spy on Zemo. But what are they? Monitoring devices? Cameras? I feel like it's slightly more complex than that, but I could be just overthinking everything. As I mean, want. unless they're bombs, what else is a circle? Or those beads that T'Challa uses? Infinity circles. That too. <laughs> but... I mean, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be cameras or other monitoring devices. I use the circles to destroy the circles. I really, I really don't think it's going to be that big of a plot point, to be honest. I don't think it is either. I'm just intrigued. Yeah, it's like that thing, like where you were talking about the last episode with is the different shield. Yeah, exactly. It's not important, but it's intriguing, and I want to know more. Yeah, that's fair. So, can we talk about how rich Zemo is? Apparently, he's a baron, Sam. Yeah, but, like, wouldn't you you think they would have frozen his assets? You'd think, right? But no. Like they would do with Syndrome. Yeah. Be so much as sneezes, they'll be there with a handkerchief and a pair of handcuffs. That didn't work. Wait. Hold on. I'm, I'm... Oh, wait. Never mind. What? I forgot the chronology. I forgot that that scene came before Syndrome got blown up. Mm Mm-hmm. Slash torn to pieces. Slash no capes. (laughs) Also, I think Bucky is going to get a slightly more interesting character arc at this point because we know how easily he fell back into the role of attack for the win- as the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, I mean, he's no stranger to deep cover operations, but that being said, it's got to be, like, that's got to take away a couple of years of progress. Yeah. If, if progress was being made. Yeah. Also, well, actually, how would progress have... Well, I guess Wakanda. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Anyway, this is a thought I had. We had... We saw Mr. Nakajima in the first episode, and now they've mentioned him again. So, obviously, we're going to see him again at some point. At some point. point, yeah. But what? But, like, how and why? And what are they going to do with him? Do you think he will shelter some of the Flag Smashers if they come to the U.S.? I don't. Mm, I don't know. That, that would be, would a, be a good way to tie him into the plot line, but right, it would be a little forced because a lot of it's like that would bring the character yeah. end of things into the plot end of things, and that yeah, wouldn't, that feels just a little wonky to me. Yeah, that's not denying that it could be done, but it's right. just it doesn't feel like the best way to resolve that. Indeed. Also, <sighs> I would like to address the hashtag that trended on Twitter. The other day, hashtag released the Zemo cut, referring to the, the statement made by the actor who plays Zemo, 
that there's a longer version of the dance he did at Sharon's party. I, for one, am all for releasing the Zemo they're cut. They're going to wait for uh, next uh, April, and then on the next April 1st, they're going to release a like a movie, like full-cut version of the Falcon Winter Soldier as just like one thing, except it's only going to be Zemo, uh, Zemo dancing. I like, think you know Pokemon did that for Detective Pikachu. Wait, what? Like, like they released a f- a video free on YouTube that was supposed to be the entirety of the Detective Pikachu movie because it was just that one scene of Ryan Reynolds Pikachu dancing. I do not remember that at all. You have no memory of this. No. Um, it was just fun. I think they're gonna release it about the same time they released the Louise cut. <laughs> Louise just explains everything. Yeah, apparently there's a video of that. Like, that exists somewhere. It just hasn't been released. It's going to be on the extras on the DVD of Ant-Man 3. Maybe. I wouldn't hate that. What is Ant-Man 3 going to be called? Quantum Mania. Oh. Featuring Kang the Conqueror. Ant-Man and the Wasp and the other Ant-Man and the other Wasp. (laughs) (laughs) Great movie title. Ant-Man and the Wasp. And the cockroach. And the tick. It's the crossover everyone... (laughs) It's the crossover no one knew they wanted. Coming soon to Disney Minus. And the yellow jacket and the uh, green jacket and the green hornet. MN4 is uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and the tick and the boys. And the green hornet. Coming soon to Disney Minus and Amazon Minus. Wait, that's Amazon Prime. Hang on. I need to think about this one for a second. Amazon Composite. Thank you. I was like, wait a minute. I need to think about this one for a second. (laughs) Amazon Composite. It's excellent. Amazon Plus. You know, I would recommend Amazon Composite almost as much as I would recommend the, the Stargazer, Stargazer Lounge. And the Night Gazer Lounge. Oh, no. Even Amazon Prime is better than the Night Gazer Lounge, much well, less Amazon Composite. Well, Amazon Composite is a no, but Prime, yeah. I mean, I can't really compete with Amazon Prime. It's a nice service. <laughs> No, even like, Am- not only do you get packages sent to you early, Jared, we're even, not sponsored, by the way. Jared, even Amazon Composite is better than the Night Gazer Lounge. You want to know why? Because they don't incite coups. You never know. I mean, as it, far it, as I'm aware, and I am on their board of advisors, so I mean, if I don't know, who who would? But See, that's why it's a secret. You're on the board, so it's going to be kept a secret from you if they're planning to take you over. Hmm. That's fair. Um, never really know with these things. Hmm... What else was there to talk about? Mm, Nagel. Nagel. I really liked his portrayal and the guy who acted. Mm-hmm. Dr. Bagel. Dr. Bagel. Yes. <laughs> he runs a I feel like Nagel is another name from, like, mathematics. Always possible. But we see how that ties in to the uh, Isaiah plot thread from the last episode. Yeah. Which is depresso. Yeah. Very depresso. Also, I just thought of a funny joke. Oh no! Uh, when uh, he, when John Walker is talking to that German guy at the beginning, he's like, "Lamar, I need a translator." And starts speaking German. It's like, "Whoa, you come down here speaking German? I'm gonna need a lot more than Lamar Hoskins." <laughs> See, Lamar knows multiple languages. He's known to speak in tongues. So that means he's definitely Mephisto. This lends credence to my theory. There we go. <laughs> That's it. MCU solved. Falcon Winter Soldier solved. WandaVision solved. Everything solved. <laughs> Anyways. So what are your... We're at the halfway point, like you said. So what are your predictions for where this series is going from now on? I feel like it's only going to get more violent from here, which is saying something after yeah, really. this episode. Or it gets less violent from here. Who knows? 
that's like a very detailed prediction. It's either going to get really intense or it's going to not get really intense. It's one of those. I didn't no. say I didn't say intense. I said violent. There's a difference. You know very well intensity does not equal violence. In some cases. In most cases. Well, that's true. In some cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're going... Like, we've done a lot of expositing. And the next episode is going to go really hard. Probably yeah. should deny they did that. <laughs> like, I feel like... I mean, I don't know. But I feel like they've set up everything they need to set up. Or at least most everything. We still don't know who the power broker is. Maybe right. we won't know. No, but that's set up. Mm-hmm. They haven't completed everything, but they've set up everything they need to. We see what Carly is doing, what the Flag Smashers are doing. We see what Sam's life is like. We see what Bucky's life is like. We see Madripoor. We see Sharon. We see Zemo. I mean, I don't know what else there is to be set up. I wonder if the GRC is going to owe people a favor or they're going to punch the GRC too. <laughs> mm, I'm not sure. Because we saw that bit of propaganda at the beginning and it right? looks kind of like, eh, I was like, what is this? I don't like these guys. What do you mean? What about it? It just feels like I don't like uh, things that make use of propaganda in general. I mean, is it a propaganda or is it an advertisement? It feels propagandish. Propagandish? Propagandish. That's not a word. Get it out. It is now. No, get out. You're I refuse. Coup is real. Start. Stop the episode. You're off. I'm on. All right. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> no, I will geek out with you next time. Jared will not. <laughs> He's so fired. For the second time. <laughs> Maybe more than second. I'm, I'm just not burning. Sure. I lost count. I'm burning. I'm burning. I'm burning for you. They call me other Chris Evans. <laughs> Do you know what that song needs? More, more cowbell. cowbell. Jinx. Jinx. Jinx again. <laughs> Our mental, mental synchronization. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. You again. owe me five sodas. Nope. You owe me five. Incorrect. You'll give me four. <laughs> no, I will not. Oh, I have to do something about that. So, as always, score out of 100. <sighs> what did we get the last one? 92 or 91. I'm giving this one an 89. I'm giving it a 90. Illegal. You can't give me one point more. I'm. All right, fine. 89.6. Point four and no higher. Point four nine. Acceptable. That's still Joke's on you. Now. It's actually 90. are you okay no okay bonk less so now (laughs) all right so i have successfully taken over the podcast jared's dead uh no that's not how this works i'm muting your audio for the rest of the thing but i'm the one editing you can't do that i'm gonna go back into the mp3 that's stupid i know screw the church there's 95 reasons why (laughs) (laughs) all right well Thank you all for listening to this mini-review. That was mostly tangent-filled. Yeah. I mean, it just... There's not a lot to talk about this episode. We see Zemo. We see Sharon. We see the... We see Dr. Nagel come in and get killed. Rest in peace, Dr. Nagel. Episode 3 to episode 3. R.I.P. Mr. Bagel. <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, Donya Madani. Episode 3 to episode 3. Uh, but hello to Zemo's epic outfit. <laughs> yeah, really. And Zemo's dance. Hmm. Zemo memes. Z memes. Z memes. Alright. Well, you can find the podcast on Twitter at PodGeekOrthodox and on Instagram at GeekOrthodoxPod. You can find me on Twitter at AaronTheAvatar, A V A T A A R. You can find Jared at PT underscore N S T L G I A, all uppercase. 
You can't find our guest anywhere because we don't have one. You can find the Discord in the show notes, but you can't find the entire Discord. You can find a link to join the Discord where you can find the entire Discord. In the show notes. In the show notes. And I guess we will geek out with you on Sunday with a brand new episode. And then... Which which should be pretty interesting. Yes. I think it'll be fun. We'll probably embarrass ourselves. As the norm. And we will see you again on Wednesday, if you're a member of the Discord, or on Friday, if you're not, for a review of episode four. The usual smiling tiger? Yes. Wonderful. Let's get out the snake. This is disgusting. See y'all later.